स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन टू बायकास्ट हेलो एंड वेलकम टू मिंट आई एम नसरीन सुल्ताना आई एम एन असिस्टेंट एडिटर एट मिंट आई कीप अ क्लोज ट्रैक ऑफ ऑल दैट इज हैपनिंग इन द वर्ल्ड ऑफ स्टॉक मार्केट्स यू आर लिस्निंग टू ऑल थिंग्स मार्केट्स वेर आई स्पीक टू एक्सपर्ट analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets markets watchdog sebi has made two major regulatory changes from 1st september first is the method of pledging stocks and second upfront margin requirements but according to broker body and me brokerage firms and individual big brokers are not fully ready to adapt to the robust change to understand how such transactions and trading methods have changed post first september i am in conversation with jimit modi ceo of samco securities hi jimit welcome to the show hi nasreen uh, thank you so much for having me today So Jamit uh, there's a lot of confusion or if i can say a lot of chaos in the stock market's trading uh, because there's a new uh, you know system that has started from 1st of September so could you take us through what has changed after the new norm has started so uh, from 1st of September broadly uh, there are two major changes that have happened uh, one pertain to pertains to the upfront cash margin that is required before initiating any trade and uh, that is a change that has been initiated by the exchanges uh, and is applicable on the exchange side and the second is uh, the change in the manner in which securities are pledged for margin so earlier they used to be done by way of a title transfer now a customer has to authenticate each and every uh, margin pledge in favor of a broker before he avails of margin again share so i think these are the two major changes that have happened uh, with effect from 1st september that's right uh, we've also been reporting about it and there are a lot of issues that uh, uh, traders had faced uh, at least till last uh, friday uh, have you uh, have you come across such issues so i think uh, since this is a new system and i, I think everybody including the uh, uh, market infrastructure entities are still getting used to the whole system there are a lot of delays that have we we have been seeing since 1st of september so you know so we've been seeing delays as far as processing of uh, requests is concerned we've seen delays in customers uh, getting otps in certain cases we've seen customers are not getting otps so like any new system uh, go, that goes live uh it has its teething issues i think we are currently seeing a bunch of teething issues both on the depository side as well as the exchange and clearing corporation side kind of take us through some of the challenges that you mentioned of course one is uh, traders are not getting probably the otp as uh, when they should have got mm. or the links uh, but besides that as a brokerage house yourself and you have a lot of retail customers on board on your platform so what are the challenges uh on the cash margin front you know where, where there is upfront margin that is being uh, required for every trade now the biggest change that has happened is that earlier customers used to be able to use money that they made with intraday gains uh in the cash and the fndo segment and they could probably use it uh immediately so let's say you made a profit of 50000 rupees during the day and then you wanted to use that profit um to buy stocks of 50000 rupees for long term investments you could do that without any restriction 
now uh, that has been prohibited uh, in the sense that you will only be able to use these this 50000 rupee intraday profit after it has been received and realized from the clearing corporation so which is in case of cash markets it's it's on t plus 2 day and in mm. case of fndo markets it's t plus 1 day so mm. effectively it's a huge as- adjustment for traders and investors where they actually have to wait a before they are able to uh, utilize their realized profit so i think this is one major challenge uh, that we are seeing and you know and customers do not seem to be uh, ready to adopt to this change yet so in a in a situation or a day like that when there's a lot of momentum how do you see this uh, uh, you know affecting the volumes so because of the introduction of upfront cash margin uh, we do believe that there may be a, a minor dip in volume so we may see a 5 to 10% dip in volume and that may be specifically for uh, you know full service traditional brokers uh, and mom and pop uh, shop brokers where uh, they where this upfront margin was actually not being collected for brokers such as us who are discount brokers there has not been much of a change because we were anyway doing the same uh, even before 1st of september okay uh, so jimit uh, after the lockdown one positive thing that uh, has happened in the stock market is that a lot of people have come on board uh, trading the stock markets for various reasons and there's a there's a growth of a retail uh, trader or an investor in the stock markets now this is a change which is probably not new to the traders also people are still learning the rope of uh, trading how much uh, you know you think this changes will kind of deter new traders or or retail investors coming on board for uh, trading on the stock markets so i don't think these changes are so huge to deter investors from uh, entering the stock market so all it does is that it increases no i'm talking about the complexity uh, because see you are adding i mean the exchanges have or, or the regulator has added one or two layers of complexity and kind of how you kind of realize your trade from the from the moment you start transacting yeah so i think for somebody who wants to take up trading as a full time profession it's going to be uh, a lot more work you know so it's going to require a lot more capital than before uh mm. so you know automatically your capital requirement so let's say if you were a, a, a trader who wanted to make money in by btst trading etc your capital requirement straight goes up by 40% because mm. of these new changes and uh, and there is a lot of hassle that also gets added because of the whole margin pledging and unpledging system so mm. uh, i think for the traders life is going to be a lot more uh, difficult Uh, after first of september but for investors not so much i don't think because the velocity of transactions is lower there it, mm. it's not going to make much of a difference to them yeah yeah of course that's the reason i was talking about the retail investor because a retail investor at least after the lockdown we have seen there's a lot of intraday volumes mm. that has come up and uh, especially uh, from the counters where there are you no know, illiquid stocks the penny stocks have also got a lot of volumes uh, trading so uh, that's the reason i had asked you about that but but coming to my next question uh, you, since you have a uh, investors across demography uh, how have you reached out to your customers uh, in in terms of training them to kind of get them accustomed to the new system so you know we've uh, proactively uh, you know written a lot of uh, uh, blogs a lot of uh, notes and sent out communication to customers informing them about how this new system is going to work so you know we we've, we've actually created a, a lot of demo videos as well as to how the customers have to uh, uh, trade and invest under the new regime and what are the changes that are going to to go 
ahead. So a lot of proactive electronic communication by email, SMS, blogs, videos has been uh, initiated in order to inform and educate customers of how life is going to change after 1st of September. Okay. So, Jimit, I want to bring one uh, concern here is the language. And there is a lot of debate about that English probably is not accessible to a lot of people in the regional, uh, you know, centers or regional regional markets where there's a lot of influx in the money in the stock markets. Now people are trading through mobile and uh, internet uh, from uh, in the tier three or tier four cities where probably English is not the medium of communication. So uh, do you think uh, the stock markets uh, or the stock brokers as a whole have uh, kind of... uh, transited to a new language adoption or it is required now uh, to kind of make them aware for new changes so language as you rightly said you know is a very critical aspect uh, and uh, you know india today is still not one large country but we probably call it 28 29 uh, mm. combination of uh, these smaller regions so mm. you know uh, a lot of brokers a lot of platforms have started to uh, realize that you know we will have to sort of break beyond just english uh, so you know even for us as at samco uh, mm. we now also offer trading completely in hindi so let's say if mm. uh, if any customer across the country uh, wants to simply switch his language to hindi and see everything uh, see on all, the platform yeah you mean? yes mm. on the platform so he can straight uh, he will see all uh, stocks all charts all prices everything in hindi uh, mm-hmm. So that it becomes a little more relatable to him, and he can probably comprehend things a lot uh, better and faster. So, uh, and you know, Hindi is just a start. You know, gradually we'll probably expand this to uh, the major eight to nine languages that are used uh, across the country. So, uh, yes, I think if the financial markets, you know, and if our community wants to continue to broaden the base as far as trading and investing is concerned, uh, introducing. Uh, Trading in multiple languages is going to be one of the ways uh, where we enable this and where, where we uh, empower traders and investors. And I think the the, the fraternity has uh, been cognizant of this fact and uh, has started work in this direction. How has uh, work, business and life changed after the lockdown uh, or after COVID for, uh, uh, you know, discount brokerage house as yours? Uh, I understand lot of demand accounts have opened there's a lot of trading uh, happening of course the economy is not so good but markets have given that a great return around 50 percent return from the march lows so in in, in this environment how has your business grown so for us uh, as you rightly said you know the because we have been a digital platform and we have been a discount broker and and because the markets have been fairly buoyant we have been we have seen Tremendous growth, you know, on a year-on-year basis, we are up about 130 to 140%. Um, and pre-COVID, uh, you know, lockdown, and we are about, up about 70 to 80%. Um, mm-hmm. So, we, you know, we uh, have been fortunately on the good side and uh, we've been benefited from this uh, trend of digitization that is playing out uh, in the COVID world. Uh, you know, for us as discount brokers, I think a lot of things were uh, also a fact of discovery that, uh, oh, this is also something that we could do from working from home. We didn't really need to have an office. So I think going forward, life is going to change significantly. I think, uh, uh, you know, for us, we'll we'll continue to move towards uh, delivering cust- uh, a more digital experience to the customers. And we believe that now, I think uh, customer adoption of a digital experience has gone up significantly after COVID. 
you know i think earlier customers were were hesitant and wondering oh why don't you have a branch in uh, let's say kharagpur or in uh, somewhere in indore you need to have a physical branch where i can actually go uh, and talk to any of your representatives uh i think after covid that has changed i think customers don't insist for a physical office a physical infrastructure anywhere i think they warmed up to the idea that we're going to live in a digital world and we got to do everything digitally so i think that's a massive boost um that has uh, uh you know been delivered to uh, our business uh, by covid i think what has happened what happened to payments after demonetization i think yeah. that's what happened to trading uh, after covid Jimit, uh, one last thing. You know, what is one uh, change that you saw in the customers? Is it uh, is it that the millennials who were kind of aversive to the stock market trading thought it to be very difficult to get into? Now they're stepping up and coming to uh, trading. Is that what you're seeing, or are you seeing uh, changes in the demography itself that participation from a smaller cities, or you are seeing new, uh, you know, a new form of investors are uh, evolving of a new form of investors altogether? What is the change? One big change you saw after the lockdown so the biggest uh, change that we probably seen is that uh, we've realized that there is a massive tina effect that's playing out which which basically is that there is no alternative now and i think a lot of people who were earlier averse to trading or investing in stocks because your traditional bank fixed deposit was giving you 8% return uh, you know uh, and therefore there was no need to take uh, any other alternative risk i think that is one of the biggest changes that have happened so uh, as far as uh, demographics and geography and uh, customer profile we've seen pretty much everybody right from somebody who's just out of college 18 year old to somebody who's uh, who's 50 plus i think all of them they've warmed up to the idea of trading and investing online so that mm. uh, there is no specific trend that's sort of uh, that's that's a that's a that's something that's going on across the board but i think uh, people have now become more uh their the approach has been uh, more pro risk rather than just being risk averse uh, i think prior to covid everybody was extremely risk averse and they didn't really want to uh, take any risk or any exposure to the market i think that has changed now Right. So after COVID, more risk taking or more risk appetite for investors. That's a bit paradoxical. But anyways, uh, I have taken that. So Jimmy, thanks a lot for uh, no, taking out time and, and conversing. It's really insightful. Thank you so much, Nasreen. For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s at lifemint.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter at nasreenstory. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.